Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Mindy Neal from Perfect Tan in the Colony, Texas. How are you doing today, Mindy? I'm doing great, Grant. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us and spending some time with us and our listeners today. If you want to just go ahead and give a little introduction for those that don't know you. I'm Mindy Neal. I've been in the industry for about seven and a half years now. I started in central Washington in a really small vacation town, moved to Texas about five and a half years ago, and then opened the business a couple months after I moved down here. And we've continued to grow since then, and we've developed our own solution line and bath and body line to go with it. So it's been an adventure. Yeah, it sounds like it actually saw your post, I believe it was about the new products you had put out. So that kind of caught my attention. And then I reached out to you and luckily you were open to being on the podcast. So thanks for that. If if you have uh, anything to explain about your products, you can feel free to kind of introduce that. Oh yeah, I appreciate it. Um, we had developed our solution line a few years ago because I just couldn't find something that lasted as long as I wanted and had the right undertones. Um, so we worked with a chemist in our old lab and helped develop the solution line. And then there was just kind of a need for a bath and body line that worked with the tan but wasn't mass produced in Ulta and all the other major retailers so we wanted to be more in control of what went into the product so it's naturally based and smells great there's four scents right now we've got body wash moisturizer body butter and a scrub and then our tan extenders but um, it's enriched with hemp seed oil and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, it seems like everybody's always on the lookout for something new, something different to try. So that that definitely be um, – we'll make sure to link it up in the bottom in case people do want to try it. And an interesting statement you said they're kind of about people – uh, not wanting something that's on the store shelf. So I've seen some things about people finding stuff in Ulta or Walmart or whatever it may be. So it's kind of interesting to hear what people feel, you know, about that and professional use only kind of thing. So that's a good point to make. That was very important to us because clients were asking why certain products were on Groupon and if they were real or if they were fake. I'm like, let me just make something that I know what's in it, and you're getting the highest quality. And, and you can't find it anywhere but here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, Mindy, I'm sure during your uh, few years here in your sunless tanning career, you've had a lot of a lot of great moments as well as a lot of uh, moments that might not be things that you want to remember, but they've, they've all kind of shaped your career and everything that you've done. So if you kind of want to touch on the worst and, and best moments that you've had in your career, just just one of each, that'd be great. Yeah, a few years ago, um, it was probably early 2013, I was ready to expand my store. I had started in a salon suite, and I had my heart set on this storefront. We went through, had the full floor plan done, everything, and as soon as I was about to sign the lease on it and sign, get the go-ahead, it fell through two days before. And it just kind of set me back for a minute, and I was like, 
okay, I can't seem to find the right storefront, so I just had to kind of reevaluate. And I was pretty young at the time. I started in the industry at 16, so this was when I was about 20. And I took a step back, and I decided to work corporate for a little bit and still do sprays on the side. And I went and did tanning salon software sales. So I got that experience in the industry, which it was kind of a blessing in disguise. I was able to learn a lot of things that I didn't have any clue about and get to go to tanning shows and do all that. And everything fell through or fell together later on. And I found the perfect storefront for our location, which ended up being where we're at now. And then I was able to meet tons of people in the industry. So kind of a blessing in disguise on our worst moment, but it did take taking a little step back to go forward about 10 more. So I would say that's probably the worst moment we've had, but best. I would have to say once the storefront was completely done and just, I mean, we have all windows around both sides of our storefront just standing outside at night with all the lights on once that part was finally done. I know this sounds super cheesy, but I just like spelled my eyes out because I was so excited that it was finally coming together. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's, that doesn't sound cheesy at all. And, and, and sorry, actually we kind of broke up for a second, but I heard that you said just kind of taking a step outside once the storefront was done, you got to see it. Um, and that kind of brought a lot of joy, obviously to your little overwhelmed, but that was a lot of, of work and effort to get to that point. So it makes perfect sense, you know, the hard work that was put into it. And it was a great story that you told, actually, about the uh, the worst moment. I know you said that you couldn't think of anything off the top of your mind, but I'm glad that you came up with that one because you had some setbacks or you could have been deterred. You could have just gotten out of it completely, but you didn't. You know, you kind of trusted in the process and, and what needed to come next. You took a step back, um, you know, obviously joining the corporate for a while, but in that you learned a lot more to probably advance your career personally, once you got outside of that, as uh, you know, you learned a lot more about the business and business in general, probably being in that environment. So that's a wonderful story and a, a great way to, quote unquote, roll with the punches and, and take everything and trust the process and everything that's going to come to you. Yes, I definitely agree. And we kind of had that mini moment again when all the new product line was all on the shelves. So I was like, OK, we're making a new step to adding to the perfect tan family. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep, just the next step and uh, what, you know, you probably have a lot more to come, but that's just the next step. So that's great. That's a great story to tell. Uh, so, Mindy, when you were first starting out, I mean, you said you were relatively young, 16 years old. Do you remember how you got your first paying customer? You know, when I first started, I had started in a tanning salon that was UV and sunless. Um, they added sunless in the process of me working there. And um, so that part of it, I was working for somebody else, which I love that salon to death. It's still my baby. <laughs> but um, my first paying customer when I had my own business, I knew three people when I moved to Texas. So I was researching like crazy and cheerleading is huge down here. So I found a couple cheerleaders to um, be kind of promo girls for me at a local high school. and. I tanned those girls for free, and then they gave them cards to take out. They ended up bringing back a group of six of them the next week, and those were my first paying customers down here. 
The next week, they brought about 70 girls with them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, welcome to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. And that, that's great to hear because a lot of people either relocate or they're or completely new to an area and maybe they're stepping out for the first time to start a business. But like you said, the first time, I mean, you were new to Texas. You didn't know anybody, just three people. But, you know, you kind of went out of your comfort zone probably introduce yourself to these local girls and that obviously went from two to six to 70 within a couple of weeks which is extremely uh, fortunate for you but only because you kind of took that step outside of that so that's that's a really cool story um and hopefully a lot of people can learn from that and to kind of think outside the box and i don't think a lot of people would think that way but that's a good good way to get in with the younger crowd especially Oh, yeah. It was totally out of my comfort zone because I'm relatively a quiet person except for when I'm in my business, but it was definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of us are. I mean, naturally, a lot of us are introverts and not extroverted, but, you know, sometimes our work and our calling in life might require us to step outside and, and be extroverted for that. So that's a really cool story, Mindy. Thank you for sharing that. Um, for you and as your business has grown, uh, it's a probably changed a lot from when you just knew those three people and you just started spraying these girls to where you are now, obviously having the business as well as your own products. What changes have you made on a daily or, or weekly or monthly basis uh, for yourself in order to keep up with that growth and success? I try to keep my core values the same throughout it all, even with all the growth. I mean, I'm from a really small town. I graduated with 36 people. So, we, I mean, in a small town, you have to treat your customers right because you don't have very many to pull from, and I'm just that type of person anyway. So I've tried to keep that along even no matter when we had three customers versus now that we have thousands of customers, making sure that each employee that I train and every time you come into our salon that it's always going to be the same experience regardless of who's tanning you, who you're talking to. But um, making that step from the salon suite and having a 99-square-foot room to a 1,300-square-foot storefront has definitely been the biggest change. So now we are able to handle more clients. We've got a mini lab built in our salon to make the products. And I'm having to step outside the box on more of the social media marketing and learning that aspect of it. I mean, I come from a sales background, so doing the marketing side of it is a little different for me. So having to adjust to that and doing the lovely accounting and wearing five billion hats. I'm sure <laughs> most people can relate to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then that's, you know, something starting out and being in a small business, obviously you do have to wear multiple hats, but as soon as you can, hopefully like you to bring in employees and kind of alleviate some of the time and stress probably that you have so that you can focus on bigger things like for you, um, obviously, you got to a bigger location, and now you've brought in your own product. So at some point, you know, you have to do that. But you do wear a lot of hats being in a small business, probably for the entire, uh, you know, the longevity of the business. But it's good to hear that you've kind of changed and grown with that, but you've kept those same core values, and that's what's led you to your success. So on that note, if you had to, if you had to say that one thing has been the most beneficial to you in growing the business, would, what would you say that one thing is that's contributed to your success? I would say probably hiring the right staff because I'm terrible at delegating, to be completely honest. And <laughs> that is something I'm learning to do more of. <laughs> yeah. And making, I mean, my girls are awesome and I've got 
Lauren, who's my right hand, and she handles everything in the storefront while I'm working on the product line, but it's making sure that it that stays consistent because and we constantly are growing and even though they've been with me for a while, we're constantly retraining and just going over little things because even when I train girls to start their own businesses, it takes me a step back and remember like, okay, this wasn't easy at the beginning. This is the struggles I went through that fading somebody's hands isn't just simple. Like now I do it like clockwork. I could do it with my eyes closed. It feels <laughs> like sometimes, but when you're retraining a new person who hasn't done it before, it just kind of brings you back to, okay, you got to have patience and this stuff is important and it's the little things that add up to making sure the business is successful. Definitely. And hiring is a very important thing and it's very challenging. And a lot of people, and I've heard this, is that you can uh, you can teach the skills, but you can't teach you know personality and the way people are. So hiring the right people, obviously you can nurture people and help them grow and become better uh, spray tanners or whatnot. But if they don't have that natural charisma or customer service oriented attitude, then they might not be right for you. So it's often important, and I'm sure you saw that as you hired people. It's important to find the people that have those those core values like you do, and you can teach the rest. Obviously, you teach them how to tan and stuff. So that's that's really cool to hear from you. Oh, yes. Making someone feel comfortable standing naked in front of you after two minutes of meeting you, you definitely <laughs> have to have that. <laughs> you do, you do. And I, I definitely, I mean, you can kind of get the feel from different people from talking to them. And, I've, you know, everybody's experienced it in, in anything, going to the doctor or whatever. It's a different feel depending on the person. So that's really that's really good to hear from you. Um, and these are on to some more technical questions uh, about your equipment and solution. Obviously, we know that you probably use your own solution. However, what equipment do you use? We actually switched to the, um, the Venus guns. Mm -hmm. um, we have a few different types of compressors. I was a Tanning Essentials fan, and they discontinued it in the United States, but we still have a couple of their compressors that we hook up with the Venus guns. And we used to have really expensive, heavy-duty, like, super heavy guns, but like a few other girls have dealt with, my shoulder just couldn't handle it anymore when I was doing anywhere up to 60 to 80 tans in a single day with all the cheerleaders, but um, <laughs> it was wearing on my back a lot. So the Venus ones have metal on the inside, but they're um, plastic on the outside, so it makes them a lot lighter. Now, there are a couple things you have to tweak on them to get them to spray right, but it's well worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot, I've heard a lot more people, obviously Fabiola that was on an earlier episode, they transitioned to those plastic, um, you know, the shell at least of the gun because you get tired or she got, you know, carpal tunnel or something like that. So that's important to, to kind of figure out what's best for you. And, you know, I see the questions in the forums all the time, what's the best equipment? It's a completely loaded question. It depends on the person as to what's the best. So it's good to hear, Venus. I've heard that from a couple other people. So there's a few big players out there. But um, I didn't know that Tanning Essentials was discontinued in the United States, but that's good to hear. Yeah, they. Um, I had bought one from them about three and a half years ago, and I really liked it. But the inside of it, if the gun breaks, it's not that easy to fix but we were able to get replacements and they were pretty reasonable, but now you have to order them from UK. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Venus seems to be very similar, so that's good that you found something compatible that, that would still work for you. And I'm assuming you do just use all of your own solution and products and nothing else. Is that correct? 
Correct. Um, we have our own regular 8 to 12 hour solutions. We have four different color variations and we custom mix every tan. So light, medium, and dark, I'm sure as most people know, is not the same for everybody. So that's kind of what sets us apart. And then we have our own rapid solution um, that you actually have quite a bit of color when you rinse off okay. at the initial rinse. Very cool. Very cool. And um yeah, so when you got started, you said you were only 16 years old. Um, I'm not sure what year you got started, but when you did get started, did you go through any training or certification courses yourself? Um, I got started in 2009, and I went through the Smart Tan certification at first because we were dealing with tanning beds and stuff. And um, then my or sorry, my boss at my old salon had gone through training with Jamaica Me Tan, which is JMT Sunless now, and she ended up training me to do the sprays later on. And then I'm a research bug. I don't <laughs> sleep much. <laughs> so, I mean, I've gone through Norvell's training and stuff and all kinds of different training programs just because I always said it never hurts to learn more. Sure. But um, I ended up just reading as much as I could every single night. I was like, now that I'm not in the UV industry at all anymore, um, I wanted to learn everything I could about Sunless, which I still learn stuff on a daily basis. But now we've got a training program through our company that kind of touches on every aspect of it, but we focus a lot on the business side of training as well because I feel like that's a part that kind of gets left out in some aspects. Sure. Yeah, I agree completely with that. That's good to hear. Uh, that's that's. I, I think that's more difficult than the actual spraying itself. But a lot of people oh, don't yeah. think about that. <laughs> so people are obsessed with different techniques and stuff, and you know, so on and so forth. And they say, okay, where are my customers? And that's kind of one of the reasons I created the Happy Tan thing with the websites and the marketing. It's kind of more based on how to find the, find your clients and get the business going once you have that certification. Obviously, you can find a, a thousand different trainings now online for tanning, but it's important to get the business up and rolling as well. I totally agree with that because that plays a, I would say a good 70% of your business is how you run the business on top of what <laughs> kind yeah. of tan you provide. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I agree with that. And I saw you had a lot of great reviews online. I'm sure that helps a lot. And then you probably have a ton of repeat customers now and those people that you still have. Um, this is kind of an off-the-cuff thing, but do you have any secret to that? I mean, do you guys have anything that you don't mind sharing about taking care of your customers other than just the great customer service that you provide? You know, our customers kind of become family, but uh, it's always making sure that it's customized to each client. And you're, we keep great notes on everybody for one. That plays a huge role in it, but we offer memberships in different packages. So we have unlimited memberships. We have a flex membership that it gives them one tan a month, and then they can get discounted single sessions um, after that. And then we have session packages. So ours isn't a one-size-fits-all when it comes to the solution color, when it comes to their package, anything. They, it's customized to them. That way... They don't feel like, oh, well, I only tan once a month, but I want to make sure I come in consistently. They're not having to pay for unlimited packages and things like that. We're fair to our customers. I'm not in the business of screwing people over, just trying to make as much money as possible. Sure. I want to make sure our clients are happy and they don't go home like, 
dang, she just sold me a huge package and I can't afford that or I wasn't planning on spending that much. Like, I want them to be happy about their purchases. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good to hear. A lot of people are... A lot of people focus maybe on the money before the customers. It's important to be the other way around, I think, and obviously you're living proof of that. I mean, the money is what it is, but you won't have the money without the customers, so you got to make sure you take care of them, even if you have to refund or do whatever you have to do to, to keep them happy. You know, if they accidentally purchase something that they didn't need, uh, work with them, you know, and make sure that you take care of them. Ultimately, that'll help you down the road. Oh, yes. And along with that, like a lot of people focus on giving the new clients the most specials and their best specials, which we do new client specials, but we'll run promos once a year or twice a year that are customer appreciation days for our regulars. The girls who've been with me for three to five years and coming in weekly, we give them great deals on stuff like around the holidays or we usually do one in September so it's kind of leading up to it it's a slower time for us and it's a win-win so they get discounted products and then it's specifically for just them though not everybody can get it yeah I love hearing that because I've I've always been a big proponent of that I probably don't talk about that enough but you know a lot of people want to get the new clients in the door but they don't understand that's a lot easier to 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 keep the existing clients and to find new ones so once you get the ones take care of them offer them rewards I think uh, Allstate or maybe Allstate or one of those big companies offers the Safe Driver Rewards where they reward you if you've, after you've been with them for a while and you don't get any wrecks and things like that. So obviously taking care of the people that helped you get to where you are is more important than bringing more people in the door. Um, it's a lot harder to find new customers than to just help or take care of the existing ones. So that's that's a great thing to share. Thank you so much. Um. So, Mindy, this is the final question here on the, the podcast today. If you could write a letter to yourself when you were 16 years old and just starting out uh, before you had started your business, what would you say? I would probably say your life's going to have a huge roller coaster. <laughs> things aren't going to go the way you planned ever, but they'll be good. And just to take a step back and breathe for a second and just kind of enjoy the ride more so because I'm the type of person that every once in a while I'll stress myself out over something that's really little and just not take enough me time in the process that you have to have the work-life balance to go with it because starting at a young age I let the business just overwhelm my life and then I didn't have a life outside of it I was trying to finish up college and all that in the middle of opening the business. So I would say just trying to make sure that there's, you've got your family time, you take your vacation time and you work on the business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very good to hear. You know, thanks for sharing that. And I think you're right on with that. A lot of people think, you know, once I get to this point, I'm going to be happy or I'll feel successful, quote unquote successful or whatever. But what a lot of people don't think is you have to enjoy it along the way the process and everything to get there, you have to enjoy that because all, all of a sudden when you get somewhere, you know, when Mindy opens her location or has her products, that doesn't necessarily mean she's happy, but all the steps and the, the sweat equity and everything she put in to get there is probably what really makes you happy. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Mindy, thank you so much for your time today and, and letting us know about the great things you're doing down there in uh, the colony, Texas, which for those of you who don't know, Mindy told me is right outside of Dallas, Thanks for letting us know about Perfect Tan and your products and everything like that. Uh, if people have any questions, what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, the best way to reach me is um, either through social media. Our um, 
product line is uh, Perfect Tan Sunless, and then the salon is Your Perfect Tan, which on Instagram it's Perfect Tan Austin Ranch, um, or you can email me at perfecttansunless at gmail.com. Awesome. I'll make sure to add the links to both your store as well as your Instagram and things like that. So thank you so much again, Mindy, for your time today. I appreciate you being on the podcast, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Hello, Happy Tan listeners. Thank you so much for joining us on episode 12 of the Happy Tans podcast with Mindy Neal from Perfect Tan and the Colony, Texas. She was nice enough to share some wonderful information and insights on her business and how she got started in the industry when she was only 16 years old. She told us about the ups and downs and how she actually was very happy about getting a location and then it fell through, but she did not let that deter her. She simply just went with the punches and and instead of letting that bring her down and get her down, she actually used that to help escalate her career by going to corporate in the sunless industry and learning more about running her own business. And from there, she's been able to obviously open a successful location as well as now having her own product line. So thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you, Mindy, for joining us on this podcast. I'll put all the links down below on the website. If you ever have any questions, as always, feel free to reach out to me, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much again for joining us on the episode, on episode 12 of the Happy Tans podcast, and I hope you have a great day.